T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WTIC News Talk 1080. It's WTIC and a good afternoon to you. I'm excited. I'm getting warmed up, pumped up. Listen to this little piece of. This, this is the uh, Assistant Chief Carl Jacobson, Assistant Police Chief in New Haven, talking about this situation, the, the uh, guy who was crippled by the, uh, by the abusive way he was handled by New Haven police. It's just uh, a terrible story. And, and I find that what the police have to say about it fascinating. Even after the Freddie Gray incident, you know, I wasn't in a position to look at those policies, but the policies were looked at, things were changed. I believe there were handrails to, for the uh, detainees to hold on to in the back of the van. He's talking about how they made corrections after Freddie Gray seven years ago, a similar situation in Maryland, in Baltimore, and the corrections they made. But, but listen to his description of the, the vehicles. Detainees to hold on to in the back of the they van. Had, they had the rails there for them to hold on to in the back of the van. That was one of the corrections. But, 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 Randy Cox, who was the detainee, who you can see in the video in this scandal, he was he had his hands handcuffed behind his back. How was he supposed to hold on to anything? This was part of recommendations throughout the state and the country. Um, so that was done at at that point. They, they're just asleep, these people. They do what, uh, after the fact, somebody, some commission says they're supposed to do, but nobody apparently with any wisdom or experience walks through and prepares for the potential disasters that are obvious to an experienced eye, rather than worrying about some commission halfway around the world.
It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC, good afternoon. So I'm trying to get to the bottom and learn more and talk to people involved with state programs to give preferential treatment to certain groups based in the granting of state contracts. Joining us to talk about it is John Pika Sneeden, Executive Director of the Connecticut Gay and Lesbian Chamber, who is uh, apparently trying to chase down equal treatment under the law, it sounds like, from the state of Connecticut. John, welcome to WTIC. Thanks for being here. Hang on one sec. It didn't work. Let me try it again. Hi, John. Hi, how are you? Thank you for being here. So tell us, tell us what your gripe is with the state. Okay. Um, it's not a gripe. It's a request. Okay. Um, about two years ago, right before the pandemic hit, I had a meeting with um, Governor Lamont, and it was a, a very good meeting. And I made him aware that the LGBTQ community is not recognized by the state as a minority, <clears throat> such as like women, uh, black, brown, uh, veterans, and the disabled. And that really gives us really a back seat where we don't have the opportunity to apply for any kind of um, state contracts, basically. And the governor was stood behind me. He, he understood that. And he said, well, we need to change that, you know, where LGBT is recognized. And so I said, great. And then something happened, a pandemic, you know, that little thing that we've been living through for the last two years. And so it kind of got put on the back burner. And right now I'm working with, um, or I should say, working together with uh, Jeff Curry, uh, State Representative Rahim, State Representative for Fairfield County, uh, Patrick Dunn from the New Haven Pride Center, and Martin Heft, who works for the state also, and the, the CTGLC, the chamber. And we're trying to get, you know, the legislature to, you know, put through that LGBTQ people are recognized uh, as a minority. Now, so that doesn't exist currently? Is that what you're saying, John? That is correct. It does not exist currently. We're protected as a minority, uh, you know, under the law for anybody that would do harm to us or anybody that got fired from a job. So we're protected in that way. But we don't even have a seat at the table. At, at what contracts. table? Oh, for contracts. At the table. So, so what you're the looking contract. for, this is not protection against negative things that you're looking for, but it's, it's being part of the, the positives that flow yes. to special interest groups who have leverage with with state government. Yes. Okay. And what yes. would be what is the benefit that a group gets from being on that list of of sure. uh, communities that need to be compensated? Sure. The benefit to being on that um, in that group of minority it's because the federal government and the state governments allow a certain amount of money be allotted to different minority groups so it gives everybody the equal opportunity to put in a bid it might not get the bid you might not get the contract but you have a seat at the table and that's basically what we're asking 
getting that seat at the table gives the advantage of somebody that, like, let's say, um, you know, a woman of, uh, a, you know, a black woman, a brown woman, a, a disabled woman um, that's a, that, that is a lesbian would have the opportunity to go and put a bid in for a state contract. And the state contract can be anything from, you know, working on IT or, you know, co- construction or anything. Yeah, I'm just trying to understand how this works. So all of the special interest groups, say the state is giving out a contract for whatever, and there are special interest groups who are coded as deserving special treatment in the awarding of contracts. And then what happens? How does that mechanism work? Sure. Well, I wouldn't wouldn't use the word special treatment because I don't think – it really is a special treatment. It's giving people the opportunity to to put in a bid for a contract for the state, and they would have to pay attention. Instead of having somebody that is, um, you know, like let's say a construction company, big mm-hmm. construction company, that puts in a bid for a new building that the state wants to build, and, you know, a minority goes up and puts a bid in, then maybe not as big, as a as a company that is putting in the bid, but because the laws state that different um, states have to give, well, the state of Connecticut is the only one that I know of. Um, you know, they have to take into consideration. So, if the, the larger company comes in at a right, so it creates a it creates a separate category of applicants for the contract. Who correct who have an elevated right to get the contract. Is that a fair way to describe it, do you think? I wouldn't say an elevated right. I said the opportunity to have the contract. But everybody already has an opportunity. What you're looking for is to get... That is right. You're absolutely correct. Everybody has the opportunity, but not everybody has the opportunity to do that, to put a bid at the table as the other minorities, the veterans... And the, um, the, the yes, yes, I'm talking about the program, and John, I'm just trying to make sure everybody understands how this thing works. That there's a set sure, aside, sure. or it's not even a set aside. I mean, it sounds like what you're arguing is that this is a way to circumvent the insider rig system aspect of the way a lot of state stuff works, and that because you're talking about big companies and you want to be able to compete against those big companies, and that being on this list Correct. of of um, aggrieved classes gives you a leg up on on the application process well it gives us the opportunity it gives us an opportunity to to put in a bid you know against the larger companies yes but being in this different group of consideration to be considered considered as a separate class of uh, applicants correct yeah and and uh and what is it that you want to have happen right now john well, at this point right now, we are not recognized by the state of Connecticut as a minority group. So you're looking to get action, legislative action? Yes. Legislative talk- action to, to put through a, a bill or a law that states that the LGBTQ uh, community is uh, considered a minority in the state of Connecticut. We're talking to John Pika Sneed, an executive director of the Connecticut Gay and Lesbian Chamber. I'm sorry, what, what did you want to say? 
Well, the, the, we're, we're affiliated on the national level with the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber. And as far as I know, we, um, we can go through, well, any LGBT business or at least 51% owned business by an LGBTQ person can put in for a, a certification, which means that they are a certified LGBTQ business. And that, as far as I know, the other organizations don't have to do that. But we, we do it. And we have, so if we go to, you know, like, let's say some of the, the large insurance companies in Hartford, because they're under the law of supply and diversity by the federal government, they would have to consider an LGBT certified business owner, you know, they have to consider it. We don't have that now with the state. What what are you anticipating would be the uh, do you have a, this gamed out for being able to go through the process like how many years do you think it's going to take because it sounds like you have to wait for next year when there's a legislative session and well, and then I know that the state I know the state hired a, a, a firm to do a um, uh, you know polls and testing and, you know, doing all of that to see if there are or have been any LGBT businesses that went to apply for a contract that were denied. So, you know, the, the, the process is not like I sit down, I talk to the governor, he agrees and we go for it. it, it I wish it was that simple. But, you know, it has to go through the, the political process and we all know how long that takes. So the political process requires that you find find companies who uh, have the appropriate amount of uh, ownership, gay ownership, and then who who have been denied contracts. You have to first find that. Yes. It sounds like well, you're not, very not me personally, but right. You know, yes. the, the company that they <laughs> they hired to do it out of Atlanta. Uh huh. This sounds awful. I, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it is awful because we would like a seat at the table. Once we have the seat at the table, then it's fine. Now, the governor could, you know, sign an exact order, but that doesn't mean that the, the next governor that comes in can overturn it. Obviously, we've seen that in the last week. But, the, um, but, but the, you met with the governor three years ago, or two years yeah, ago. Well, yeah, two years ago. And he said he was behind you 100%. Doesn't that make you feel like having the governor behind you 100% doesn't mean much? Oh, no. No, it means a lot. It means a lot that he actually listened. You know, it means a lot that he listened to what we were saying. But he and, listened and um, didn't act, right? Well, I can't say that he didn't act because it was put in uh, the bill that was going to go to the legislature and it was dropped by legislature, not the governor. Mm -hmm. So, um, and even when I was talking with um, the lieutenant governor, uh, Susan Bicevich, and she also was supportive, extremely supportive, and, you know, was working with the governor trying to get it into his bill for legislature to vote on it. And, and then, of course, it dropped, you know, because the legislators just... There was pushback. I don't know who who was pushing back on this this um, you know accepting the LGBTQ 
community, business community as a minority, um, uh, that you would have to ask legislators. I, I don't know anything about that. Okay. John Pika Sneed, Executive Director of the Connecticut Gay and Lesbian Chamber. Thank you for taking the time to fill us in. Oh, thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. So there, there is a little inside look at what dealing with the state is about. It, it sounds it sounds really horrible. Robert in Cheshire, hi, you're on WTIC. Uh, good afternoon. What you just heard is a story about government spoils. And, you know, as a straight white male, I'd like to put myself up as a minority because that's the way I feel. But um, all of that aside, as a factoid for you, you may not be aware of it, but with government contracts, uh, particularly in the defense aerospace industry, the companies, the Northrop's, the Lockheed's, people like that of the uh, of the con- of the company country, wind up trying to get as many different subcontractors in as many of the 435 congressional districts as possible, so that they can exert influence on the Congress people uh, across the country. Mm-hmm. What your friend was just talking about there is essentially a lobbying effort. And what I don't understand is how can you know, pick a number three percent, five percent minority. Why is it that we as taxpayers have to sit there and watch our government go with something other than meritocracy or competence in the way these contracts are released? That just doesn't make sense to me. Well, it it sounds like it's it's trying to rig the system in order to benefit groups. And I don't know how it couldn't devolve into this, whoever was doing it. If you have a political party that has friends it's trying to write legislation for that it wants to gain favor with uh, because they are voting blocks, then they're asking for favors for those special interest groups, and it means you're moving away from meritocracy and towards everything being a rigged system for friends of politicians. Exactly. So it's Tammany Hall, modern version. And, and again, the gentleman has a point in some level, but in his particular case, the, uh, the group he's arguing for, uh, you know, there are already set-asides, government set-asides, for about every minority out there on a racial basis and things of that sort, women, veterans, and things of that sort. Uh, and and i got to believe that whoever in the gay-lesbian group that he's talking about they must be able to check at least one of those blocks somewhere along the way. So that one, it, it's almost nonsensical to me, but just this is just one person's opinion. Yeah, well, that's where I am on it, too, Robert. Sorry, I've got to hold you right there. We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. You know what? You know what I loved about that last interview was that John said that when he met with the governor, the governor said, no, he said the governor stood behind him for a photo, I think. Is that what he said? And no, I think what, he was just saying he stood behind him. When it came oh, to... Uh, not physically, but... Yeah, but mentally, I guess, yeah. He was behind the the supportive of their the position. And then the governor hasn't come through with anything. And now he's got to start all by himself, or they, the gay and lesbian chamber, they have to campaign for legislative approval for the thing that Ned said he was behind. So when Ned says... He's supportive of you. That means you get zero, essentially, if you sit around and wait for Ned to come through. And by the way, John was being nice and and saying that he couldn't get the support of Ned because Ned's been busy with COVID, but, but Ned's had emergency powers for two and a half years, which he's just extended again until December. So you'd think that he would just, Ned, having met already with the gay and lesbian chamber, would would simply make this happen for them, being the good guy that he is and being that he already stands behind him. But, of course, when the governor says he stands behind you, like the when he, when he talks about how he's going to have the administration with more minority workers than any other, and that, but then he starts firing. <laughs> then then he, he's fired two of the minorities who had the highest positions. Two commissioners, department commissioners, who were black women, got fired by the governor, thrown right the heck out. So so it may be that when the governor's behind you, that's not a safe place to be because you don't have eyes in the back of your head. It's better to have him in front of you where you can keep your eye on him. And then you, 
and then you have some idea of what the governor might be up to, which is uh, not necessarily following through on his support. Oh, man. Government is just, doesn't that just make you feel the hopeless morass of special favors for people other than regular citizens and regular taxpayers? That's all the government is about? Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. What is this thing you're playing, Anthony? I don't know it. I don't think. This is the Gorillas. Oh, it's the Gorillas. I should have known. Do you know them? No. Never heard of the Gorillas. Oh, but good. it's a, not a bad name for a band, I suppose. All right, let's uh, let's talk to is it Louie or Lewis? Lewis. Lewis. All right. Can you put him on? Oh, there he is. Okay. Hi, Lewis. Hi. How are you, Todd? What's on your mind? Yeah, I was actually calling to make a correction of something I seen on the rant line. Uh, there's a lot of police here. I didn't do it. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> I had um, unfairly blamed the news for something that was actually appears to be a clip that they played from the court. Um, when R. Kelly got sentenced to 30 years in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were talking about how so many mostly black and brown girls were affected by this. And I'm like, why oh. is that even relevant? Yeah, I heard that, too. And it stood out to me, like, why is that being said? Yeah, I don't know if they've looked at the defendant. Um. <laughs> well, I, I think their point is that a crime is worse if I mean, that's how it sounded to me. Based on who the victim is, then the crime is worse, which in. Some cases I think we would agree with, like if it was some, you know, a 100 year old woman. Right. Then, Elderly, then we would. Disabled can't defend themselves. Yeah. That's but I. That's and, the and, and, part. Yes. So these were minors in some of the cases, and, and that certainly is an issue. But I don't know why their race is of, of interest. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that just, that just kind of, well, rubbed me the wrong way. You know, we were talking earlier, I don't know if you heard, but, but a, a million people over the last year have changed their voter registration in America from Republican to Democrat. I and, heard that, too. And that's, I think, this kind of thing, the, the, it sounds minor, and it might even sound like, uh, like people have harping on something that isn't that relevant. But those, that feeling you get that you just described, Lewis is i think what's causing people that there's so many things that are un-american that are just twisted and demented that seem to be part of what democrats are arguing for that that it's setting people off do you agree oh i I totally agree i think i think the only way to combat this I, i spent way too much time arguing on facebook the other day not enough time with my family but um I think if you argue with them in a respectful manner and actually address their points and point out when they don't do the same to you, I think you could make, I think you can make headway if, if you're just respectful and don't, you know, bloviate too much. Like you were very respectful to someone that you disagreed with uh, earlier with the uh, Gay and Lesbian Association trying to get the same special 
yep. treatment as you see it. Well, that's just one of those stories where I feel like everybody needs to understand what is going on inside of government, and that gave us a little insight into how government is deliberately trying to create a situation where there's cause and effect with how they're spending money for programs. And that cause and effect is about vote-buying schemes to gain favorite favorite status, favorite uh, part, political party status with special interest groups that they create by dividing everybody up based on their identity. It's gross. It is, it is gross, especially it's like it's not even like I get it with veterans. I don't think that um, jobs program is like an appropriate reward. I agree with the VA and a good pension and good pay, but I don't think that even for veterans, a jobs program is a good reward. But that's like the most justifiable. If it's just something yes. you're born with, like, oh, you're a woman, that automatically gives you a uh, it moves you up in the list. Well, this is why I would say, thank you, Lewis, for the call. This is why I would argue that even for the most aggrieved group, whatever it is, I would always say no, no special favors for what has happened in the past. We simply have to make sure things are done fairly moving forward. Across the board, no matter how severely damaged by the disgusting practices of big government that they want to make up for. So uh, uh, Amer the, the American government, whatever it is, federal or on a state level, does something awful, which, of course, Democrats are still doing in the cities because they say there's structural racism there, and they, they operate it. So what's the point in talking about fixing things that happened before when you're still oppressing people in, the, in real time? Underserved communities. They keep talking about underserved communities that they're underserving. Well, stop underserving now. And then you don't have to worry about the underservice that you provided in the past. That's my position. Larry in Bridgeport. Hi, Larry. Hi, Todd. Thank you for your show. Um, two quick co comments on two different subjects. Um, the tragedy at the border with the uh, migrants uh, dying. Oh, in the what an truck. awful story, yes. It's an awful story, and I'm not a huge fan of Trump. I like some of his policies, but I have a problem with Trump, and I also have a, a problem with Biden and uh, Obama and Bush. I'm, I'm not a fan of any of them, but let me just say this. If Biden had a clear, concise firm policy on the border this wouldn't have happened but he sends mixed messages and mayorkas his secretary he sends mixed messages and they, they it's like the spider to the fly well, well hang on a sec i think you're using a phrase you don't mean to use he's joe biden doesn't send mixed messages before he was even in the white house people started heading this way because they knew that when Joe Biden got sworn into office, true, that they would be treated in a much friendlier, more welcoming way than they had under President Trump. You might look back and say President, or you might have felt at the time that President Trump was somehow being harsh or unfair, but it was it was done. Whatever his policy was, however you characterize it, it was being done was to clear. try to try to finally make the border secure. And he succeeded. I, I understand. And you're right. You're absolutely right what you just said. Um, 
My comment is when his secretary gets up there in front of the Senate and he says, uh, we don't want people to come, don't come. You know, the White House is sending oh, that, messages, is my yes. point. Is, is okay. No, that's fair enough. The administration is sending mixed messages, yes. They are, and I like Trump's policy on that issue. Okay, I agreed with him on that. you got to have a strong border, and you got to know who's here. People forget, including Democrats, there was 9-11, and that could happen again to our country. So we like to know who's here. We want people to come. We want people to contribute, but it's got to be done under a rule of law. Well, there's a more recent uh, example, Larry, and that is the the transmission of disease, which which we just experienced. You know, we know now how dangerous viruses can be, so Correct. we should be secure with who's coming who's coming over the border for that. What's the other point you wanted to make? The, the other point I wanted to make is this person in front of the Liz Cheney committee uh, making this comment about the uh, Trump grabbing the wheel of the Secret Service car and all this yes. nonsense. Um, isn't it funny how she comes out? She's the last person to talk about it. Wouldn't someone have come out with that story in our terrific media that we have? And I'm being sarcastic. Uh, wouldn't that story have come out weeks and months ago? Um, she just happens to drop this story. And yet the Secret Service and all the agents who were in the car are all saying it didn't happen. Yeah, we'll see so what I happens. Doubt, I don't think it happened. I think this woman is wants her 15 minutes of fame. And to me, I'm very suspicious, especially after the Russian collusion fake story that's been going on for two, two and a half years. There is an incredible temptation, I would think. If you are a young person, she's, what, 25 years old? Sure. and Or maybe 26 now. And she's looking at her name being mud in lots of companies in America in many circles and publicly because she was affiliated with the Trump administration. And yep. what, a, what a temptation in the midst of all this media barrage of how hate, uh, hated Donald Trump is. What a great sure. opportunity to not over, only switch sides but do so as a hero. Absolutely, and write a book or do a movie yes, and make absolutely. a lot of money. And, and Be on the talk show the circuit. Oh, yeah, or, or maybe get a nice job on Wall Street. Who knows? Yep. She's got a lot of friends out there like Hillary who would love to hire her, I'm sure. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. Good to talk with you. So the, isn't that true? I mean, I, I think we understand, uh, underestimate. I think Americans underestimate the, I mean, people watch a TV show like this, like this January 6th thing and think it's all benign and get all lovey-dovey over a young person oh look what a good job she's doing but we don't know what's motivating her and because it's a TV show that only has one side of the equation the anti-Trump people running the TV show then we know what we're getting is not honest the individual witnesses might tell truth at times, but how do we know they're not they're not going through questioning from people who are feeling protective of Trump? And normally, a fair process requires, and normally, a a hearing, a televised hearing from Congress would expect that there would be almost as many Republicans who are 
I understand there are Republicans there, but they're on the Democrat side in this case. So the Republican side is unrepresented, and there should be as many Republicans representing the supportive of Trump side as those who are out to get Trump and have been trying to do it, uh, have been executing a, a, a coup against Donald Trump since he came down the escalator so famously six years ago. It's a very bizarre moment in American history because of this singularity of message that permeates the big media and leaves us in a situation where we just can't get not not even balance but some places shouldn't there be some places in the media where they entertain alternative viewpoints it's just like the gun thing how the chris murphy message was the only message that was allowed for those couple of weeks when they were pounding it, all you could talk about was guns were the cause of the problems and, and nothing else can be considered. Yes, Anthony. I think in general it just comes down to the traditional media not getting in power. Because I guess Fox, even though they are the other side of the coin and Republican, it's still not really... They, they try to stay mainstream enough to not push people away. And I think in general we're going to see all of this change within the next 10 to 20 years. Like these, the ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, I don't think they're going to be the conglomerates they are now in a little bit. I mean, they, they have money and they have power still, but it continues to fall. I don't, well, I don't know that they might not turn it around with this kind of entertainment news that they now do. This might be their ticket. Who knows? Maybe there's no more market for news. Maybe it's going elsewhere, you know. Maybe it's like uh, I, spoken word might be the way. Radio might be making a comeback by by um, doing the kind of programming, the spoken word programming that's happening. Because if you include us with podcasts, that's the only place where you get alternative, thoughtful discussion anymore. Everything else is rigged for the left, you know. There's government radio, which is totally one-sided. And doesn't allow there to be, uh, you know, belief in the American system of government expressed. It's a sorry state of affairs. We have to find a way to get information and ideas and vibrancy back into the marketplace of news. Okay, we'll talk again tomorrow. It's been good being with you this afternoon, as it's always. traffic time, my God. Isn't that amazing? Mark has to have his time. He's insistent on it. <laughs> we'll go to the you DPS... Yeah, I you're want always, that airtime. Airtime, oh, let's go. I want my airtime. That's what I thought you were always saying to management. That's the rumor <laughs> about you. Let's get the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center turned way up for Mark. Anthony, can you turn his microphone off? Uh, <laughs> this, guy gets, this guy's on too much. Turn Just turn his microphone on. Just keep moving ahead with the regular programming. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.